I would like to remember uh, the son of our brother Robert is, was operated so brother requests our prayers let us pray for him Katonda Mukama tujja mumasogo. Father, we come before you. brother Timothy. We bring brother Timothy. Mukama yalongo sedwa olimi. Operated on the tongue. Mukama ngetato mulunji tukweba zuroku misa operation mulunji. Father, we thank you for taking him through the operations of. Ira mukama ngetara tuchimanyi tiyegu katonda aonya. And Father, we know that you're the Lord God. Mukama tu sabama niga gaonya gake gatani koko mukola koko. We pray that your healing power may come down. Tu sabwa omweji samukama. We pray that you give him grace. Tu sabo jewo bulumi bonda katonda. We pray that you take away all pain. Tu sabo mukono go guama nyikula bishwe katonda omuizebintu. We pray that you work on him, O Lord God. Leko la bishwe katonda omuizebintu yinambuli mbela mukama. Leko mukono go omweji sakubere ukatonda omweji. Let your hand of mercy. Mukama lekama nyiko. Katonda ngitara katali kukomo Kamusikani wanawa Asumurwe irabe ni wadini Mokama na te Nechilo chalero tongero kujukiro musumba wafe Mokama tusaba omongere Chisana amanyo kubanga Abulido chigambo chomo Nirale kabele wa mokisa Eliyabu uruganda bonna mokama Muobu wangu Simuwe chisamu wimbafu mokama Katonda mulunji natera nechiro chalero mukama tukusaba ai katonda atagwao ochogereje tuli mukama jangobe kweddala lyo tujjako otutwale kudala dala mukama kubanga tukunganye ngatuya yano kuliro kufa joli mukama tusaba emitima jaffe mukama oyogereje jire Mokama tu siba mani gona get zikisa. Tuko ba bolimi ocho nemi chama kupa mochi fortune omori nyala Yesu Kristo. Mokama wange tara tuani disomo yomotu kupa mokama. Lekama nyiko kabere mochi fortune. Lekabuli muntuani mochi fortune auli rokuera woko mokama. Katondo mulunji watu subiza. Tona bera masekati gape mokama. Mwetu na kunga na mori nyaliyo. Tuko saba we gurumiza. We pray that you glorify us. We pray that you manifest. Give us praise through the whole night. Thank you for coming in his presence. I believe God has prepared something for us. Hallelujah.
We thank God for the gift of life that he has given us. Hallelujah. We are going to read straight First Peter. The fifth chapter. From the sixth verse. Humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in the due time casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. Ntikale mweombe kenge wansuo mukono ugwama anyogwa katonda alioke abagurumize ngobude butuse ngamumu sindi ikiriza ye okwera likida kwa mwekuna kuwanga ye afayo. Hallelujah. May the Lord add the blessing upon the reading of his word. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Uh, I'll pick my inspiration uh, in the message of which was preached by the message of this day that humble thyself Humble thyself. That's what I want to speak about this night. Hallelujah. How many need the power of God? You want the power of God. You want God to exalt you. The Bible has told us, humble yourselves. There are for under the might hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Hallelujah. So if you want the power of God in your life, that is the scripture. If you want to be exalted in life, that is the scripture. Let me start by quoting the prophet here. You know, People want power. And really they don't know what power is. They don't really know what goes with it. The way up is down always. If you want power, see how humble you can get. Just get away from all your worldly thinking. And humble yourself before God. And then you've got more power than the man that runs all over the building and makes a big lot of noise. Hallelujah. Because you have been able to conquer yourself and commit yourself to Christ. You see, to humble yourself before Him, that's really power. Hallelujah. The power is to humble yourself. It's the ability to control yourself. Hallelujah. You show me a church that is humble. Real humble. Not arrogancy. 
A church. A Just a sweet, humble church. I'll show you a church that has the power and the favor of God in it. Is that right? Hallelujah. That's right. That's the thing it takes. Humility. Humbling ourselves before God. Letting God just work through us. Don't have to make a lot of noise. Hallelujah. That's what God needs from us. Is to humble ourselves before Him. To become before God. Then I'll show you someone. A very powerful person. I'll give you a very powerful man. Then I'll show you a very powerful woman. I'll show you a very powerful church. Hallelujah. The way up is down. Let's continue. Sometimes, as the farmer said, he went out to the field with his wagon. And every time he hit a bump, it just rattled and went on. But when he came back, he hit the same bump and didn't make no noise at all because it was loaded with good things. Hallelujah. So I think that's just about right. See? That we get filled up with the good things of God that the fruit of the Spirit might be known through us. Has he preferred so much to First Corinthians 13 that though I give my body to be burnt though I give my body to be burnt and have all things and have not charity it is nothing profit me it See, we want to do that. Above all things, it's our individual souls that we are responsible before God. See, it's you going to heaven. It isn't whether I go or he goes. It's you going. See, you first. And you've got to look. Peace out and come sweet before the Lord. And I've always found out that the man that humbles himself in the himself is the man that God exalts. When you take a person with his chest out and knows everything and you can't tell him nothing he is arrogant and well that's the person that never gets anywhere but you take that person that humbles himself and walk sweetly. Hallelujah. 
If you find an arrogant person, if you find a person knowing all, just know he is nothing. He has nothing in him or her. But if you find a humble person, a calm person, Hallelujah. The prophet has said that that one is so sweet. Hallelujah. Because he's humble. Because he's calm. I want us to talk about being humble. That's how we shall see the power of God in our midst. That's how we shall be exalted to reach where we are supposed to reach. Without that, brother, sister, you cannot be raised. Without that, there is no way you can reach in God. Hallelujah. Except if you humble yourself. Prophet, I want me I want us to first follow the prophet. Jake. Then I will come. I was talking to the man the other day. That's just organizing a church up. Pulled out an organization that there had been. That there had been. Yes. And well, it's brother Bose. Aye, brother Bose. And same church where they had they had had a great church there for so long and the Lord was blessing then the people go to a place but they wanted to polish up like the rest of them and wanted to throw it into an organization. And when they did, those humble Christians in there did not want that. All their life, they had been taught against it. So they walked away from it. Now, They've got a group and the Lord has blessed them until they are coming in up into a big place now again. Those ones who separated themselves for a church now that puts up about four or 50,000 people. And they are starting over. And they come to me and say, Brother Branham, sitting right here, right there in the office, the church office, and he said one of the, the leaders, Brother Carlson and them. Brother Carlson, what must we do? I said, find a man to be a shepherd. That has no reputation in all denominations. That's just a real good, genuine, sweet, humble brother. That lives the life. God will take care of it. Hallelujah. I said, a good pastor. 
That will just feed the sheep and be humble and thinks God will do the rest. Not some big no it all is coming in going to put this in the going to put this in order. And this has to be this way. And cutting this around, I said, it will never work. You've just got it. You've just got it. Hallelujah. These people, God was working with them when they were still humble. But when they increased in number, they started to be exalted in their hearts. They started to feel that they need to look like others. They were not a denomination. But they they increased in number. When they increased in number, they started to admire to look like others. But among them, there were real Christians who were told that that's wrong. And they refused to join them. And they went out of the church. They separated themselves and started a church in another place. And and brother Abraham said God took care of that child those who were a few became 4,000 but they stayed humble before the Lord and they came to brother Branham and they said now we've reached here now what should we do Brother Branham advised them get a person who has no reputation among denominations a humble pastor a calm pastor that's the one you should place as your leader the rest leave it to God not to get this one who knows all because if you get that one who knows all it means he will start to bring his own orders he will start to place the church in his own orders but the prophet has said get that humble man a very humble man hallelujah Maybe he didn't go to school. Maybe he doesn't know all. But the most important thing that he is humble. He is humble before God. You can hear the voice of God. That tells him to do something. The rest, God will take care of it. Brethren, I was reading this message. I felt touched so much. And I saw the way when we started salvation, we started salvation with fear and trembling. We started salvation with the humble hearts. But when God added unto us, when God took us from one step to another, we were exalted in our hearts. 
But God demands us to go back. God demands us to go back to humility. The reason as why we don't see things that we used to see then when we had just got saved. It's because we got out of a certain place. God is calling back to go back to that place. God is calling you to humble yourself. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. God will exalt you. Because every day that we are is down. Now like speckled bird. We see how God is multiplying us. We see how God is blessing us. We see how God is exalting us. But we've come from a certain place. But it will be a very troublesome thing if we reach a time where we will feel exalted in our hearts. That's why we shall leave God. That's why we will leave God. If we reach a time and we feel that now where we are, it, we have reached. We will have left God there. Listen how God told Israel. You remember what the Lord said about Israel. When you were little. When you had nothing. When you laid in your own blood in the field. No one to clean you. Hallelujah. Then you served me. But when you got old enough, till you thought you were all right and self secured, then you left me. They've always did that. Israel. When it was still little, when they were still very little, God came. He washed them. He cleansed them. But when he prospered them, when they were prospered, they felt now they were okay. They don't need God anymore. They feel that they could self-sustain themselves. And the messenger said, that's how they've been doing it. And that's the nature of man. When God has just converted you, when God has just touched you, you'll be a humble person. You'll be a very calm person. But wait after he prospers you. You start to be self-exalted in your heart. You start feeling now it's enough. You start feeling that now we have reached your able. But God demands you to go back to humility. Because the way up where you want to reach, that way is down. 
that weighs down you have to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God so that he can exalt you in due season so that he can take you to the stature that he wants you to be because when you go out of the hands of God when you go out of the direction of God it means you will not prosper you will not reach to where you are supposed to be God hates a proud heart. God hates a heart that exalts itself. Hallelujah. A story of a certain man called Charles Finney. Charles Finney grew up in the church. He was a young man who was playing the piano in the church. But he had never got saved. But he used to play the piano in the church. And one day he saw people in a time of praying for revival. But there wasn't any revival. They reached a time when it had become like a denomination. Just like a, a tradition, they would just gather, pray for certain things, and they go. Now, one man knew Charles Finney. That though he was playing the keyboard, but he wasn't saved. Because they, they, was, they sought for someone who could play the keyboard for them, but they couldn't get him. So he was the one that they got. Now he used to play the keyboard for them, but he wasn't safe. One time, one old man told him, but Finney, why don't you get saved and get this? And he told him, but now, I've been with you for many years. I see you pray, but I don't see any revival. You don't get what you pray for. Charles Finney. Charles Finney. And he said, I can't get saved. I can't believe because because I see what you're telling me to get, you also don't have it. And they don't. Charles Finney and Charles Finney went to work. When he went to work, he felt the words of that man disturbing him. Why don't you get saved? Why don't you get saved? He went out of the office and he went he found a way. He found a, he found a bush. And he said, should I pray for And he said, no people will Because this is a pathway people are using this way. And he said, maybe let me go further in the bush. He went further in the bush. And he reached then the bush. He felt there was something telling him to pray. He wanted to pray. But he was still proud. And he entered further in the bush. And he knelt down to pray. When he knelt down to pray, he failed to pray. He failed to pray. And he said, now what have I come to do? I've come to pray, but I can't pray. He came back. Now he had just stood up like this. He had a voice telling him, but you proud young man, what, 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 are, what, do, what, what do you want that pride for? 
Because he went to prayer and he, told, he decided to leave and go back to the office. But when that voice spoke to him, you young proud man, he said the grace of God came upon him because that voice spoke to him when he came around that pathway where he failed to pray and the grace Charles of God came upon him Charles Finney entered in prayer and he prayed he didn't care whether there was someone around passing by or not he started at 2 because he went out at the time of lunch. When he prayed and prayed and prayed. Hallelujah. Up to 7 in the evening. When he came out of prayer. He asked himself, what has happened to me? He stood and dusted himself. And he went in the office. He found the office open. Others had gone home. But he felt something that had happened in his heart. Now as he was in his office, he was preparing. And he said, but let me continue to pray. He knelt down to pray. He felt the footstep of a man coming. And he stood up very fast. And he thought maybe it's his boss coming. And he kind of uh, when he had just stood like this. He saw someone standing at the It was the Lord Jesus standing before him. And from that time, his conversion started from there. But at first he had pride. And God rebuked him. You proud young man. Why do you have pride? I pray that God God rebukes some people in us because of the pride that we have. Let him rebuke us for pride. When God had just saved you, you loved so much to be closer to him. You loved God so much. But when he prospered you, you forgot him. You left him. Now you're running after the world. But God is also looking at you like this. He's waiting for you to hit those walls. Then you'll know that all the things that you've been chasing after are nothing. I need to come back to the other place. If I'm to go up, I need to come back down. Amen. Brethren, it's not good. We don't need to come back. Don't we need to be humble before God? If you want to see God in our life, Brother Brahma said, you know they don't know what power is. They don't know really what it means. And they don't know what it goes with it. Hallelujah. The way up is down always. If you want power, see 
How humble you can get. Speckled bird wants power of God here. Let's find how humble we can get. If you want the spirit of God in your life, find to get humble. If you have pride, you're not going to see the power of God in your life. You're not going to see God in your life. Yes, Jesus said, If you want to receive the kingdom like these little ones, like these little ones, you will not receive it. How many want the power of God? You want the power of God? That's the way. To humble yourself under the hand of God. If you've been having pride, let this night be a time that you'll cry unto God and tell Him, God, take this pride out of me. Help me to humble myself under thy hand. Help me to be down. That's the only way. That's the only way that can help you to reach where you want to reach. Mm-hmm. At a certain place, yep, uh, James said, We pray and we don't receive. Why? Because we don't know how to pray. We don't know how to pray. And he said, if you do pray according to the will of God, you receive what you want. But now we pray, but we don't know what the will of God is. What the will of God is, it is his word. What does the word of God say? Let's read in Proverbs chapter 3. Chapter my son, forget not my law. Chapter 3 from the first verse. My son, forget not my law. But let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. So thou shalt find favor. And good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him. And he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord. And depart from evil. This word. God was speaking it to his child. That lean not in your own understanding. 
Lean not in your own understanding. Because you don't know the way. You don't know how, what way you should take. But trust in the Lord. Trust the word of the Lord. Be humble before the Lord. Be humble before the Lord. And God shall exalt you in his due season. Most of us are seeking for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We are seeking for God to baptize with the Holy Ghost, but we don't receive it. Why? Have you ever checked yourself in your heart? And you found no pride in your heart. Have you ever searched yourself? And you're not leaning on your own understanding. Because some of us, we want to receive him according to the way we want to. We want to receive him the way we want to. But that's not the way of God. The way of God is to humble thyself. Remember when you had just got saved, I'm talking about the real genuine salvation. How you humble yourself before God. How you used to humble yourself before everyone. And you would feel you are nothing. And you feel unworthy. Hallelujah. And you feel you're nothing. You need God only. And you feel it's only God who can help you. There is nothing else that can help you. But time came. And you started feeling able. Someone used to pray. Now you're using your own strength. You're no longer going before God. You no longer ask him that, Lord, now how do I handle this issue? Now how should I do this? God demands us to be humble under his mighty hand. And Paul says, that have the mind that was in Christ Jesus. Though he was, he, he was in the glory of God, but he, he, thought, he thought himself to be nothing because he humbled himself and he equaled himself to any other man so that he can save you. If God humbled himself, if God humbled himself, we also ought to have that mind if we are to receive from God. Let me tell you, like God has told Israel, that when you're still little, when you're still badly off, I came and I washed you. I came and I took you out of the pool of blood. But when you grew up, you left my ways, you left me. Hallelujah. Thinking now you're okay. That's what God was telling Israel. God can prosper you. But when you humble. But the problem with people is. Our nature's people. When God prospers us. He prospers us when we are still humble. But when we prosper. We start to be exalted in our hearts. 
We start to feel that now where we've reached that we, we don't need God anymore. You might not speak it audibly that I don't need God anymore. But your actions will speak it. Your heart will be speaking it. You, a person who used to ask God, now, why, how should I handle this issue? Now, how should I do this? But now it's no longer there. You're doing things your own way now, according to your own understanding. But the Bible says, lean not on your own understanding. Lean not on your own understanding. Your own understanding will get, will get you lost. But humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. He will exalt you in a due season. Hallelujah. Listen to one man. Call Ozia. I want us to read the scripture that I speak about him. We're going to read in Second Chronicles. And you see the nature of people. That's how people are. But God, God is seeking for people who will humble themselves under his mighty hand. The 26th chapter. If you don't feel the humility of God in your heart, you ought to cry out to God to help you. Because could be that the grace of God left you. Because whatever we do, we must do it with the grace in our hearts. You feel the grace of God in your life. But if you don't feel that in your life, you ought to cry out to God for help. Tell him, God, give me grace. Help me. Let God bring back his mercy upon your life. Chronicles. The 26th chapter. I'm not going to start with the first because it shows how his father died and how he came to the throne. Okay. Maybe, okay, for the sake of Kusobolo Kufuna context led to Let's start from then all the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was 16 years old, and made him king in the room of his father Amaziah. And he built Eloth and restored it to Judah. After that, the king slept with his fathers. Sixteen years old was Uzziah, was Uzziah when he began to reign. And he reigned and two years in Jerusalem. His mother's name also was Jecoriah of Jerusalem. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord. According to all that his father Amaziah did. And he sought God in the days of Zachariah. 
What understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. Uzziah sought God in the days of Zachariah. Zachariah was a prophet. So he was guiding him. Then he sought God. And God prospered him. When you seek God, when you get humble before God, God will prosper you. And he went forth and he went forth and he warred against the Philistines and he broke down the wall of Gath and the wall of Jabune and the wall of Ashdod and built cities about Ashdod and among the Philistines and God helped him against the Philistines and against the Arabians that dwell in Galbal and the Meshunims and the Amorites gave gifts to Uzziah and his name spread abroad even to the entering in of Egypt for he strengthened himself exceedingly this man prospered because he feared God because he sought God and God was fighting for him and his name was known all over whatever battle he went to he defeated the enemy because he was with God he was still humble before the hand of God but let us continue on moreover Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate and at the valley gate and at the turning of the wall and fortified them also he built towers in the desert and dig many wells for he had much cattle both in the low country and in the plains Husband men also and find dressers in the mountains and in, the, and in camel for he loved husbandry. Moreover, Uzziah had, had an host of fighting men that went out to war by, by bands according to the number of their account by the hand of GL the, the scribe um, Mayasia the ruler and under the hand of Hanania and one, uh, one of the king's captains the whole number of the chief of the fathers 
of the mighty men of Vela were 2,600. Now listen, when Uzia was working with God, God prospered Uzia. Every war that he could go to could win. Uzia built wells. He had a great army. He had an unshakable army. Because he was working with God. The Bible has told us he sought God. And God prospered him. But we are going to see the nature of man. Uzziah prepared, verse 14. Uzziah prepared for them throughout all the host shields and spears and helmets and harbor joints and bows and sledges to cast stones. He was the one ruling, fearing God. His, his country had protection. He had a great army. Unshakable. Uzia built uh, arsenals. He made uh, weapons like uh, like slingshots. He could hit the enemies from far. And he made in Jerusalem engines. Invented by cunning men. To be on the towers and upon the bulwark. Walks, Okubanga, shoot arrows and great stones with them. And his name spread far abroad. For he was marvelously helped. Till he was strong. But when he was strong, his heart was lifted up. Hallelujah. When he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction. For he transgressed against the Lord his God and went into the temple of the Lord to burn the incense upon the altar of incense. And Azariah the priest went after him. And with priests of the Lord. That were And they withstood Uzziah. The king. And he said unto him. It, it appertaineth not unto thee Uzziah to burn incense unto the Lord but to the priests the sons of Aaron that are consecrated to burn incense go out of the sanctuary for thou hast trespassed trespassed neither shall it be 
for Zion honor from the Lord God. Then Uzziah was wrought. He was wrought and had a censer in his hand. And while he was wrought with the priests, he proceed. Even rose up in his poor head before the priests in the house of the Lord. From beside the essence, he says, And Azariah, the chief priest, and all the priests looked upon him. And behold, he was leprous. in his hand, in his forehead. And they thrust him out from their faith. From from himself hasted also to go out because the Lord had smitten him and Uzziah the king was a leper unto the day of his death and dwelled in a civil house being a leper for he was cut off from the house of the Lord and Joseph's son was over the king's house judging the people of the land. Uzziah Uzziah was a glorious man. God had blessed him. God had prospered him. And he built Jerusalem. And he did he made great weapons. In Jerusalem. But when Uzziah became a great man in Wazdon, the Bible says he started to exalt himself in his heart. He started being proud. The scriptures say that he even left his place as a king. As a king to judge the people and he entered in a place of priesthood and they told him Uzziah you ought not to do that work that's the work of the priest the Bible says he got so wroth he got so wroth and he got angry at them and he went on to burn incense the high priest tried to stop him they told him this is not your job you ought not to do this you're not the one who's supposed to do this. You're not one of Aaron's sons. He refused. He didn't listen. He continued to burn. Burnt incense. As he was still burning incense, the wrath of the Lord came upon him and he got leprous on his forehead. Bible the Bible has told us and the, and the priest took the incense from him. After God has struck him with the leprosy, no one told him now leave the place. He hastened himself to run out of the place and he came out because he had received leprosy. Brethren, this is an example to us. Let me tell you, whenever a preacher stands here and he preaches the word to you and you feel as if he has abused you and you feel stumbled, 
and you get angry I want to tell you just calling the wrath of God upon yourself because God is telling you what you ought to do what you have to do is to humble yourself under God's hands what you have to do is to humble thyself before the hand of the Lord so that God can help you when you refuse God's help when you refuse God's advice God will strike you the leprosy. The leprosy of God will come upon your life. God prospered you fine. He had never given you his presence, yes. But when he gave you all that, what happened to you? You started to be exalted in your heart. You started to get pride. The one who used to spend nights here praying, you no longer come to pray. The one who spent nights seeking the Lord, and you no longer seeking him. But God is telling you to humble thyself. God is telling you to come back in that place where you are first. Humble thyself under the mighty hand of God. Push away your pride and humble thyself under the hand of God. Though the Lord has prospered you, the Lord has given you his presence. He's telling you come back and humble thyself under his hand. If you want to see the power of God, if you want to feel the goodness of the Lord, humble thyself under the mighty hand of God. Go back to the other place and obey God how, the way you used to obey Him. Seek the Lord the, Lord, the way you sought Him then. Others' businesses have taken us. We no longer have time for seeking the Lord. We no longer have time for God. Let me tell you, God blesses you, but that blessing becomes a curse. God blessed the children of Israel when they were coming out of Egypt. He told them, go and borrow from those events. They got gold, they got silver and precious things. But the Bible says when they reached in the wilderness and Moses went went to meet the Lord for 40 days. The Bible says they said, but Moses has taken so long from there. We don't see him coming back. Let's make a God for ourselves. And the Bible says they gathered all the gold that they had and they told Aaron, make a God for us. Because we don't see Moses coming back. That gold that they got from Egypt, the riches that they had, is what became the calf. That gold Aaron used to make a calf. And they started worshipping that golden calf. Now the God that you ask work for, the God that requested for him to prosper you, is the God who has prospered you. But when he you, you've made a call from it. You think God is, is happy with that? God got angry with Israel because of the blessing that he gave them. They make a call from them. For you, God gave you a job. That job has become a God for you. 
You no longer need God. When Uziah sought God, he prospered him. But when he prospered him, he became feeling. He, he now felt the chest was out. When I go to the king of such and such a place, he respects me. When I go to the king of such and such a place, I have a name there. Now, what should I do anymore? I'm now. I'm, now I, what I'm left to do is to go and burn incense. Now what I'm left to do is just go at the altar. It was pride that was bothering him. It is the generation that we're in. The Bible says the time that we're in, people will be proud with a form of godliness but denying the power they are in. They have a form of godliness. A form of godliness. They are proud. They cannot confess their sins before God. They feel when they come and confess the things that they did where we were not. They feel so ashamed. They would rather die with that sin but rather to be ashamed before people. That's pride. Pride is going to kill you. That pride is going to kill you. Look at the example of a man called Naman. He was a very respectful man. He was a very powerful man. Everyone used to respect him. Army commander. He used to put on his suit. The army suit. A combat. With escorts. He would march through his army. But he had lepros and it was eating him up. Though they used to salute him. But lepros was eating him up. The Bible says that one time. There was a maid. Could have heard them talking. You could be a captain, you are an army commander. But look, the leprosy is finishing you up. It was his wife maybe telling him, What should we do now? We've tried this. We've tried that, he has refused. We've tried this, he has refused. Now, what should we do? Maybe that maid was there. When she saw that Johnny had left, she came and told the lady, you know, at our place there, there is a prophet. There is a prophet there at our place. In Israel, where you got me from? He can pray for that man and his leprous will live. And the lady told it to told that uh, told the maid to the husband. The husband told it to the king of Israel. Syria. Syria, sorry. And the king of Syria wrote to the king of Israel. I have my army commander here. He's leprous. But they've told me that you can heal leprous from there. But the king of Israel, he got wrong. And he said, what does this man want from me? Is he seeking for war? Have I ever healed any sickness? 
those people who are on higher ranks like that those who have higher thoughts he thought his fellow king is the one who can heal but he was a very lowly man there a man who would spend nights on the knees a man who was obedient to God a man who would hear the voice of God all the time a man who surrendered all and obeyed God so that God can exalt him. But he wrote to the fellow king. And the king even got wrath. Elisha came out there. And he said, My Lord, what's the tr what's trouble in you? Let that sick man come. Let them send that sick man. They sent him. Convoy. He came with his convoy. With a lot of riches. With a lot of good things. He had come to the king. To heal him. Do you see how people go to the wrong people? because you refuse to, so, to seek God. You are the answer. He went to the king. And the king sent him go to e such, and such, a such and such a village called Samaria. He went to the, the village of Samaria. Maybe even found there some Kagura's thatched house. But this man of God knew God. He had gone so close to God. He had sold himself out. He had placed all pride at aside. And God showed him a vision. He didn't even come out of the house. He told Gekas, he said, you go. Meet him and tell him he should go in the pool. Let him dive seven times. He'll get healed. He didn't even come out to meet him because he had known what God had told him to do. And this man said, but surely this man has not even come out to come and touch me to see the leprosy. He told him, tell him to go down the pool. Let him die. Let him go to Jordan. That dirty water. And the pride get out of him. Let him go down there in Jordan. He has not even come out to check on me. He has not even seen whether my leprosy is gone. Surely, surely the pastor should have looked for a way. And he said, No. The water at our place is even clean, cleaner than this water here in Samaria. Now, why is he telling me to go and dive in Jordan with the frogs there and whatever? 
It's a water for me to dive in that water. No, 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 I cannot do that. I cannot do that. I'm a very respectful person. How they hear it in Samaria, in, in Syria. That the army commander, the Syrian army commander went and dived in Jordan seven times. That pool in Israel. And he said, no. I'd rather go back with my leprosy. But the men who came with him pleaded. They said, our Lord, it will be simpler. For you to go and dive in that water seven times. But what does it take? They convinced him that he had taken his way back. But when he reached there, he entered in the water. Maybe he entered even detesting the water. He dived the first time, the second time, the third time. Maybe he saw in the leprous was not living. As he went in the water, the same way he came out. But the word of the prophet was saying, it is supposed to be seven times. Even if he had dived six and a half times, it wouldn't work. He dived there seven times. And the Bible says when he came out like this, his skin was like for a baby. Then he brought gifts. And the prophet told him, no, I don't need your gifts. I don't sell my God. Like these other denominations have done. They've sold him because for you refuse to come out. You've refused to humble thyself so that the power of God can work in you. And the man went back healed. Now, Naman, if he had refused to die with that, he would die with his leprosy. It is the same thing with you today. You want to walk with God, but in your life there is something. There is a leprosy. But you fear. You have pride. How will, how will they know? How will they feel? Oh, how will they hear? Me. So and so's child. They the the eh? not even expecting to do such a thing. They look at me as someone. You know, let me tell you, brethren. Everyone has a way he thinks how people look at him. That's why for me I left that class class thing. I want to be what I am. If someone has seen something in me, it's good. But you have to be as you are. Hallelujah. When David was a sheep herder, they used to look at him as a sheep herder. But his business was with God. And when God reached a time of getting him out of that, it wasn't someone's hand. Now, now the leprosy is eating you up. Pride is killing you. You don't want to get healed from the leprosy. How will they hear? Me, so and so. 
Sister so and so to hear it. Even that brother to hear it. No, I would rather die with this thing. That thing will kill you. Leprosy will kill you. You know you cannot deceive God. You can deceive us as people. You can even clap hands and jump up. And you sing even do great things. When the leprosy is in there. A man had the leprosy. That leprosy couldn't live. Even if you go and fire arsenals, that leprosy would not live. You would kill the other people, the leprosy would exist. Now that's how it is, brethren. If we forsake our pride and we obey God and His word, we'll start to see God exalting us. We'll start to see the goodness of the Lord. The reason as why you don't have victories in your life. When in a time of revival, the pillow of fire is here moving. He's seeking whom will I feel. But because you're full of pride, you cannot even come to spend the night here. Maybe the grace of God left you. Even if you feel that the pillow of fire is moving, you're not even touched. You don't even feel in your heart that something is pulling you. You ought to cry out for yourself. If you feel you're like that, people are seeking for God to fill their hearts. For you, you're seeking after businesses. You're seeking a way of prospering. You're seeking of a way to go to another level. I want to tell you brother, sister, God is always first. It is God who has to lead you. You need God in your life. You need to humble thyself in your life. You need to come back to where you started from so that God starts to exalt you. How do you know the troubles that you're in? It's God who has left them there. How do you know that whatever you do and it fails, it's because you rejected God? How do you know? If you rejected God, you cannot even know it's the reason as why you do these things and they don't work out. And you do this and you, it doesn't work out. You do it, it doesn't work out. You've left the fountain of wisdom. He's saying, lean not in your own understanding. Humble yourself before the hand of the Lord. He will exalt you in the due season. Never exalt yourself. Be a child. Humble thyself before the Lord. Whatever you do, go to the servant of God and ask him, Pastor, I'm planning to do something like this. What advice do you give me? The pastor, don't you think you're equal to him? He has the counsel of God. And anyone who has prospered is someone who trembles at the word of God through his pastor. There are people who are hard. When the pastor tells him something, he feels that he has abused him. That's why you're dry. 
Brother Branham says a dove cannot come on a wolf. Because the wolf, all the time it's complaining, all the time it's murmuring. And the pastor advises you and these things you don't take them as issues the bible says obey those who have rule over you with the word of God brethren that's the humility we are talking about humble thyself before the man you don't know, see the hand of God that is here let me humble myself the hand of the Lord is his word without that you're not going to see God when Jehoshaphat was going to war, the Bible says he proclaimed a prayer and they prayed and fasted. And the prophet of God stood up and he said, The war is not yours, the battle is mine. That says the Lord. And he told him, God, get symbols, get singers. Because he was besieged all around. Mm-hmm. And he went the, he made the sinners go first, the singers. And those the instrumentalists go first. They went on worshiping, praising God. Remember they had prayed and fasted. Because of never leaned on his own understanding. But when problems come your way. You cannot, even, you cannot do retreat and say, let me first go back. Let me go back to the Lord. And let me see what the Lord is telling me. Where is my help coming from? You're just taking your chest out. Things won't work out because you're fighting with demons. You're so fat. God gave him instructions. The singers went first. The symbols. They went on praising, praising God, singing, praising. Now the other army, they saw the armies of Israel as mad people. People who have obeyed God are always like mad people. There are people you find them there. And you say, even maybe this one does not have any hope. But my brother, sister, those people have hope because they have leaned on the Lord, the Almighty One. They went on singing. Those ones had arrows and spears and shields. These ones have instruments, guitars and whatever. And tambourines. They've come to war. But in their singing, maybe they were singing, Oh, Lord, rise up, let the enemies scatter. In their singing, those people started piercing themselves. The other army fought the other one, the other one fought the other one. No one survived. These ones were just swapping God. 
The God they are speaking about is not just fables. We don't just imagine him. God is real. God has power to help you. If you do humble yourself under his hand. Don't exalt yourself. Humble yourself. Come back to the other place. Come back to where you started from. Humble yourself before God. If you want to know that God has left someone, look at someone, they start boasting. I see some young men, you find them even here, the ones of this church, they are so bright. I no longer... Uh, you, you Though we have to speak by faith, but you hear just pride coming out of them. Uh, I left those levels. You left that level, but which level are you on? People who have obeyed God are always humble. I'm not saying you should keep quiet. You might be humble. You might be so quiet, but with a lot of pride. Because in your quietness, if they tell you come and repent, you don't want to repent. Even if they tell you this, you cannot do it. There was one someone by Abraham Pratt. He came to the pulpit. He was thanking those people who were working. I thank God for those who have clean, the cleaners, the janitors, the one who cleaned the toilets. Up to the office that we would say. Now, some of you. If they say, Sister Swan, so please clean the toilet for us, the visitors are coming. They have knocked on the long door. Me, cleaning the toilet. No, if, if Brother Abraham would come and the Spirit of the Lord is happy and you say, I appreciate Sister So and So. I appreciate these janitors. If would appreciate that. If he can leave aside those who are prepared the, the meetings and he starts with these low people. Brethren, that's the humility we are talking about. And you humble yourself. And you lay aside your glories and whatever. And you be a humble person. When the church has started like this, and you sweep the church, and you clean up the place, and you're not ashamed of anything, those are signs. Ah, this person. But there are people here, if you tell them that, maybe if you're looking for something. But God will hit that pride. Humble thyself under the mighty hand of God. Be humble. You'll see the power of God in your life. Humble yourself, you'll see the power of God. Brother Branham, 
But Abraham was saying, people don't know power. They want the power, but they don't know it. The power of God are in these things that I despise. These things that are taken as low things. Not in those higher things. Science seeking for those high level things. But they leave these low level things. Yet power is in those things. When you tell them to manufacture that flower, when it has life, they cannot do it. But they make rockets. Our pastor left here. By morning, he was telling us he has reached. Now that's what people call powerful things. That is not power. Power is just here. Power is here. Now, if you want the power of God, it's not in pride. It's down here. Down here on your knees. That's where God will work on you. That's where God will take you and exalt you. That's where the power is. That's why you see a very tall tree, very tall where you cannot even reach. But it's only that the seed entered in the ground. They dug and planted the seed down there. That's where it started from. Now today the tree is where you cannot reach. Now the way up there is down here. I was pleased so much with the pastor when he spoke on Wednesday. That when we see the presence of God like this, we just get excited. And we start sending... Hey, see what's happening at our place. Hey, see where Speckled God has reached. It's like you're telling those people, for you are nothing. Now God is this side. That is also pride in its own way. That's why God put it on the past and he rebuked it. That's pride. But rather seek to humble thyself the more. The more we see the pit of fire, that's the way we should humble ourselves the more. And we humble and we say, Lord, do what you want to, to, to do the work you want to do in us. Abraham says, This man will go in the field. You to go with his, uh, the wagon. And it would hit on the bumps and it would make a lot of noise. It would make a lot of noise. But whenever it reached in the field, and he loads it with good things, with good things, it would come back in the same way. But he wouldn't even hear as quick because it was filled. A person who is filled with God, you don't find him making that noise. He's always filled with good things. That's how we should be as a church. When God has come down to us, let us continue to be humble the more. Let's be more humble. Let's tell him, Lord, add on. 
Lord, add on. May what you want to do in us be done in our lives. But if you just start to do things your own way, it will live. The Bible says Moses, he was a very humble man, more than any other person on the earth. Was the meekest of all men upon the earth. But what do you think caused him to be that way? It's because God was so much in him. The point of attraction is God is the greatest point of attraction that, that has ever existed. If you see God, if you meet him, you will not never admire to see any other thing. Even if you see these other things, you will just despise them, you look at them as nothing. And you humble yourself before God. Brethren, let's humble ourselves before God. Brethren, let's go back to do the things that we were not doing. If we are to see God. Hallelujah. If you are to see God, humble thyself under the hand of God. Go back to the place where you began from and obey God. He will also exalt you. Hallelujah. Let's humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. That's how we shall see his goodness. The scriptures in Isaiah say, let's read. Pride is something, it's so bad. Do you see how far pride took Uziah? It even caused Isaiah not to know God. And he said, after King Uziah died, then I saw the Lord. After Uziah died, after that Uziah and you dies, you will see God. Isaiah 14, the 12th. How art thou fallen? From heaven, all verse. Son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven, and I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble? That did shake nations? Go good day, Okuvamoguru. Lord, 
noyogera mutima gonti ndili nyamu guru ndigulumiza entebe yange okusinge munyenye za katonda era nditula ku lusozo lwechibina kunjui ezenkomero ezobuchika obwakono ndili nyo kusinge ebire ebire we bikoma ndifanana oyo ali wagulu ennyo na yori sibwa emagombe kunjui ezenkomero ezobunya abo abana kulabanga bana kukeberanga bana kulozanga bana kulozanga abogeranti yewuno eyakanka nyensi eyanyenyanga obwakabaka bokama ebasibwe ouli la lucifer do you hear lucifer bible emugenti ngo gude the bible say thou art fallen from heaven lucifer Lucifer yali muyimbi was a singer nyo, a very good singer kwe, and in his singing bika, perhaps there was no one who could sing like Ezekeli, him wako, in Ezekiel he spoke as a cherub was who was made well with the stones of fire on him Ngamuyimbi was a singer. Maybe the angels told him, "Wow, hey, you are a great singer." Perhaps why you are now. He ought not even to be at a tower level. You ought to be God. Whenever they praised him and praised him, the Bible says he was exalted in his heart. And he said, "Even here, I'm not fit to be here." He started now to think of higher things. And he said, one day I will exalt myself. I will go higher than the stars of God. That the angels. And I will sit on high like him. Like the most high. But when God saw that. He saw pride developing in Lucifer and he threw him down and the Bible says thou art fallen O Lucifer from heaven from the glory that you in how thou art fallen even that's how preachers are when God uses him and uses him they reach up there and they feel so big but God brings them low God doesn't share his glory with anyone. Hallelujah. So brethren, let's seek of being humble in our lives. Hallelujah. That's how we shall see God. That's how we shall see his power. That's how we shall see his goodness. Brother Branham Agamba, says, let me give you something. I see your fields are full of wheat out here. A full head of wheat always bows. Hallelujah. A little old spring sticks up there. Those, those dry ones. Those dry whatever They are always stuck out. But a, a wheat that is filled, it's always bowed down. Whatever tree or mango tree or coffee, if it is packed with fruits, it's always bowed down. 
Brethren, that's what we need. Even if God has blessed us, let's keep humble. Let's remain calm. Let's remain praying. Let's remain seeking God. Even if God has made you rich, remember your God. Be like David. And say, it is God who took me from that sheep field. I was smelling sheep. I was smelling goats. And God got me from there and made me king. Why won't I worship him? Brethren, that's what God put on my heart. We need to humble ourselves before God. We need to go back and humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. Let's take our pride. If it's not that, we are going to fail. Will you humble thyself? Will you do again the things that you used not to do. The things that you used to do when you had just got saved. God demands that you go back and humble thyself and his hand. That's where power is. That's where prosperity is. When Uzziah sought God, God fought for him. But when he started to be proud, God left him. He died a leprous person. We ought to go back. We ought to humble ourselves before God. Because tomorrow God is going to give you a gift. Or any time. But if you're not humble, you're not going to be able to contain it. It will make you backslide. Because you will feel something. This message, Brother Am says that if God will give someone a gift, the, the, the people will feel equal to God. They will feel now that they no longer need pastor's advice. And you say that's the reason as why God put a thorn in Paul lest he exalts himself. Perhaps each time he tried to exalt himself, that thorn would always be there. Tell him but Paul. You prayed for people, they've even taken aprons from your body and people. But that eye of yours, that eye of yours, at what time he said no, no, let me go in the closet and seek God. And I tell him God, where I pass there, people despise me. But my eye is not healing. When he went and prayed and prayed, God told him my grace should be sufficient for you. Because my power is manifest in your weakness. The power of God is manifest in your weakness. The power of the chain is the softness of it. Every time it is soft, the stronger it is. 
Now a Christian should humble himself. The more he humbles himself, the more powerful he is. Hallelujah. Let's obey and go back. Let's be humble before God. However much we see great things of God, let's be obedient. The more let's say God. Give some, add something to us. Something better than this. If we, if we are seeking to go higher, let's go down. And then we will see God. May God bless you. Humble thyself. Under the might hand of God. He will exalt you in his due soon. I believe you're blessed. Let's stand on our feet. Uh, you know you've known what you're going to pray for. I believe the experience that Charles Finney received. That voice that told him, you young man, very proud young man. In his praying, Charles Finney said, he used to pray and say, God, bend me so that people can see you. That's, that's what used to be in his prayer. Because he did that after knowing that God had rebuked him because of pride. Now you also that should be your prayer. Pray that God bends you. Tell him to take that pride out of you. Tell him to take you back to that place. When you're obedient to the word of God, obedient to the advice of God, God will do great things in your life. God will exalt you. Bible said is the God who takes the weak and he puts them to sit with princes. He gets them out of the dust and he makes them sit with princes. God exalted Brother Branham from a very sad state and he took him to pray for kings sitting together with kings. Now, how, what do you know that God has prepared for you? Humble thyself before God. He'll exalt you in his distance. Uh, I want us to sing this song. Musicians, Take my hand. Mm. As we prepare your heart.
Yeah, take my life. As you prepare your heart, and when you go to pray, don't accept to be deceived by the devil. You all know the situation of your heart. Take my life and let it be.
Amen. 
wakatonda Wario kusumurura, wario kuimusa, 